0: fear no evil for you are with me now that is a wonderful promise that has brought comfort to countless people when they have been facing death but i think that this is intended to bring encouragement uh, to god's people no matter what it is that they fear any kind of evil i think even the structure of the psalm uh, demonstrates that and we'll get to that in a little bit But uh, the image of a valley of the shadow of death brings three scary things together. Uh, Death itself is uh, very scary for many people. But when you have a shadow of a scary thing, that shadow can sometimes be more scary than the thing itself because... There is the unknown. There's mystery that's in, involved in it. That's what makes it so freaky. You know, you see shadows when you're out walking, and you know there's danger out there, but you don't know what it looks like. You don't know where it is. You don't know when it's coming. And so uh, the shadow itself is uh, scary. And then there's the word valley. There's three Hebrew words for valley, and this is not the broad valley, this is the narrow, long ravine with a steep mountain sides going up on each on each uh, end. And so when you're walking through a valley and you see moving shadows of lurking danger that uh, uh, could be danger of death, and uh, uh, it's in these uh, mountain woods that are on each side of this ravine, you're walking through that, you've got a very, very powerful image of uncertainty and danger. And there are three things that I would like you to consider Concerning your own dangers as you come to the Lord's table. The first is that every believer faces lurking danger. This is not just David's psalm. This is the church's psalm intended to be sung by every believer. And until we get to heaven, we are surrounded with threats, both visible and invisible. I mean, you can think of Katie Nissen's death that reminds us that death's really not that far away from uh, any of us. Uh, We could die of a heart attack, get shot like that Christian was shot in Omaha last week, step off a curb and get hit by a car. Uh, But then there is the minions of death, those uh, huge demonic armies of Satan that are doing everything they can to destroy you, destroy your marriage, destroy your joy and comfort. Uh, Anything that they can destroy, they will seek uh, to do so. Uh, David did not have a Pollyanna uh, lack of realism about the world. He's not like a a child who's scared of something and so puts the covers over their head as if that's going to help. Um, David was not like liberals who define evil away. Uh, David realized it's dangerous It's a dangerous world we live in, and there is evil uh, out there. And you need Christ shepherding every day because every one of you faces danger. And so when we come to the Lord's table, come with the knowledge that you need this shepherd. Be thankful that he is willing uh, to shepherd you. And um, if you are wandering away from him, You better stick close to your shepherd because there's plenty to be afraid of out there, even if you're a sheep who's too stupid to know that there are dangers to be afraid of. Okay, the second point is that no believer needs to fear that evil. The phrase, I will fear no evil, is at the heart of the psalm. And if you look in your bulletins, I've got a structure of the way that the psalm is written out, and you'll see that there are six parallel concepts or thoughts leading to the irresistible conclusion that we need not fear. And think of those six uh, parallel uh, thoughts as being the wings, the engine, the body, the comfortable seats, the seat belt, the fine dining of the Boeing 747 that you're on, Ha! without those things completely holding you in, and uh, and surrounding you, you would very rightly be terrified at 20,000 feet altitude in the air, because you can't fly on yourself, on your own, and uh, you cannot successfully face that danger on your own. But snug inside that Boeing 747, smack dab in the middle of the outline there, smack dab in the middle of the psalm, you need not fear. You can be comfortable. You can sleep. And that brings us to point three. Though the psalm is structured in a way that shows that every one of those six uh, parallel concepts is what sustained David, I'm going to deal with the central one, the seventh reason that sustained him in verse 4. He gives us his reason, for you are with me. And I think there is no covenant promise more precious than the promise that he gave, I will never leave you nor forsake you. When David was scared to death in 1 Samuel chapter 30, he did not, and there is a good reason to be scared. All of his family was kidnapped and his men were ready to kill him, stone him to death. But the reason he regained his strength is not because somehow he found strength within. Uh, The text says, David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. So he's basically saying the same thing as this psalm. He was saying, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And so Jesus is the Boeing 747 when you're metaphorically 20,000 feet up in the air. He's the Abrams tank when you're metaphorically uh, roaming the streets of Baghdad, okay? Um, the, the, the table of the Lord is the sacrament of his presence where he promised, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. When I was in ninth grade, um, I graduated into the public school, uh, the high school I was at, and I was the second smallest kid in our high school, and I was constantly beat up by this one gang of bullies. It wasn't just one person who would do it. No, it had to be the whole gang that would take on the second smallest kid, but uh, I had to find a different route home every day to try to avoid this gang, and I'll admit I was afraid of these guys, But I remember one time I was walking side by side with my dad down the streets, and I saw a group of this gang walking on the street, and it suddenly struck me. I had zero fear of this gang. And uh, it was kind of a remarkable feeling. If you knew my dad, you'd know why I was not afraid. He was a huge guy. He could wrestle bulls to the ground. In fact, he, he had a bull charge him in the open field one time, and he had nowhere to run, he grabbed this sucker by the horns and flipped it onto its back. It did push him back a few feet, but uh, he was a big guy. So I had no fear whatsoever when I was uh, with my dad. And it was this sense of God's presence with David that enabled him to say, I'm not going to be afraid because God is with me. Even death cannot separate me from the love of God and you may have your own fears, it may not be fears of death, it may be economic fears, social fears, fear of the future, fear of the present, danger, uh, fear of uh, having stage fright or something like that, fear of demons, but whatever your fear, what I would encourage you this morning is to not allow that fear make you want to run away. You know, panic and run away from your responsibility. This psalm is committing you to walk in God's will, to walk even through the valley of the shadow of death if that's where your shepherd is leading you to walk. Uh, Do not get paralyzed and freeze. You're committing yourselves to walk and keep walking in God's will. And when you do so, you can attempt to do the impossible that God commands you to do. And when you do it by faith, he says he will do the impossible through you. And so develop such deep communion with God that just praying to Him will instantly calm your fears. Now, we try to avoid fear by running away from our, our problems or denying that our problems exist. That's not walking by faith. God does not promise the absence of danger. In fact, in verse 5, He promises the exact opposite. He said this morning, He's spreading this table before you in the presence of your enemies. So he's not denying uh, that there's going to be enemies, and he's not saying, I'm going to take all of your enemies away, but he does guarantee that he will never leave you nor forsake you, and he promises that he is sufficient to tackle all of the fears, all of the enemies that you have. So what I want you to do this morning is to commit yourself in the communion meal to walk in his will and to keep on walking, uh, even if God the shepherd is leading you through the valley of the shadow of death. Father God, we do commit ourselves to walking in your will, to following after you, to doing what seems sometimes an impossible thing to do, fearing uh, that if we follow your will, people will take advantage of us, but we do commit ourselves to doing your will, to doing it cheerfully, to doing it in faith and with boldness that David had when he thought he was walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And we pray that as uh, people commit themselves in this covenant meal uh, to follow after you, to walk, that they would sense the reality, the encouragement of your promise to never leave us nor forsake us, to be willing to shepherd us, to guard us, and to keep our way. And uh, to that end, we pray that uh, you would now uh, set aside these common elements to a holy use. You'd be glorified in our partaking. In Jesus' name, amen.